All right. So one year later in 2000, we get um, an underrated classic, which isn't talked about a lot. And that is me, myself, and Irene. Oh, my God. This movie is so <laughs> He's great. He's back. He <laughs> is an underrated classic? He is back. That's well, crazy if you look at Fairly Brother movies, you look at his comedies, a lot of people, they go straight to Ace Ventura or Dumb and Dumber, but not a lot of people bring up this. Man. You look you look at the Fairly Brothers, and the, they, they bring up Dumb and Dumber, or there's something about married. They don't really talk about this. It's just, that's why I mean underrated. But... No, he's back to his goofy comedy yes. self, uh, playing two, uh, dual, a dual part uh, as Charlie Bailey Gates and Hank. Should have gotten an award for <laughs> and, this uh, yeah. in itself. We also uh, get Renee Zellweger, who he started dating and I think got engaged to as well. Oh, um, okay. Richard, he always know. likes to hook up with the leading ladies of his movies. You mm-hmm. notice that. Richard Jenkins, Chris Cooper, Anthony Anderson, Robert Forster. Great uh, cast. He does. Uh, he he's just a cop in Maine. Uh, very nice guy. Got taken advantage of by his wife, who left him for oh. another man and left him with oh. their three kids. I don't like that lady. Um, <laughs> no, but I love. She's this. from Two Guys a Girl in a Pizza kids. Place. Oh, That's the okay. girl. Uh, he and then I he, forgot who played his kids. Like I, his, Anthony Anderson was the only one I know. Um, the the bigger kid. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's from. He's a twin brother. He's an old school. I think his brother was an oh, old school. Oh, you're right. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cinder block. That's who yeah. I was thinking. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. it was the same kid. So it was okay. one of those. I don't think it was. Yeah, there, uh, okay. one of them were in each of those films. Okay. Yeah. But because he just took so much shit from people and always would become nice, he actually, his mind created Hank, his alter ego, to kind of be the voice and like the person that stands up to people. But because Charlie's such a pushover, that's why like when Hank starts fights with people he loses because charlie isn't a fighter so hank is charlie you know so that's yeah. why you know he's not going to become an instant superhero so right. it's really funny uh-huh. and he you know gets diagnosed with advanced delusionary schizophrenia with involuntary narcissistic <laughs> rage so i love when he yeah he's like fighting himself and then throws himself out of the car he's so then... good at <laughs> he is so good at kicking yeah. his own ass <laughs> So many great scenes. <laughs> Just him being a great father to the kids was oh. great. Kisses. Yeah. There, there <laughs> Which was improv. One scene, though, <laughs> that I can't stand and I like. The I, cow scene? Yes. I don't like to watch that. <laughs> At all, whether this cow survived or not, I it did. Don't. It survived like it seven did. bullets to the head. I'm just saying whether it did never, or not. Like, yeah, the nose. It didn't survive that. that. Did the right thing. I know he was trying, but I didn't. Didn't like. I'm like, stop trying. Just please so stop. He does have three full-grown black children. This is a reference to Andy Kaufman, actually, because uh, Andy Kaufman. On the on a episode, of David Letterman brought out three full-grown black adults, telling David Letterman they're his adopted sons. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jack Black was offered the role, uh, turned down, of course. No, the the, At the that scene point, he wouldn't have been good no the scene where that. Hank he would have been is way uh, too over the top. I the think. scene where Hank, well, he got to work with the Fairly Brothers next in Shallow Hell. So that's, not that's you know they denied him for that, but brought him in for the next one. Um, the scene where he's uh uh, breastfeeding <laughs> that actress's that's real. Uh, breast that's, that's real, real. Oh, he's tell. really really yeah, doing it and the actress the actress Shannon Worry she had wow. no idea <laughs> and she was lactating at the time so he really was sucking real milk out of her and he was waiting for her to just Punch sock him. him in the eye but she actually was just fine with it because oddly enough really? she starred in a bunch of erotic movies before being in this movie so she was used to it <laughs> 
was gonna say, did you see her <laughs> so a bunch of them. Yeah, she was in a bunch of them Cinemax movies. Yeah. yeah. Did so, you see her reaction? Yeah, oh, that was natural. Yeah, that was good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. I saw, I saw this opening day. AMC. Yep. Uh, this Where movie you, was Ryan? dedicated to. Uh, I was too young. It was dedicated to Gene Siskel. It was around the time he passed. So I did see this when it came out, just not in theaters. You know, despite what the audience thinks, this is the Farrellys themselves consider this to be the worst movie. Garbage. I mean, I can't really fault a creator for not liking his own work. Right. I get it, but, but it's so great. It's a despite what the audience thinks. It is definitely underrated. He was so good at bouncing Ooh. back and forth. He didn't really know which was Hank, which was Charlie. I mean, we did a little bit, but then he really like. He fooled Renee Zellweger. Why am I peeing like I was up all night having sex? Like yeah. that scene. <laughs> Tell me another actor who could have done that role and nailed it. Yeah. I can't think of one. No. I can't only so, Jim Carrey. Yeah. Like seriously, so the, only Jim Carrey. Good yeah. God. The scene where he says he likes Renee Zellweger at the train because station, I which is like a very, me. which is a very heartwarming it scene. Was. And they give a hug, and then he says. My ass is sore. And at that moment, the Third Eye Blind, Third Eye Blind song, Deep Inside of You, is playing. Deep Inside of You. It's a good song, actually. Oh. That's funny. Oh, but that the kids were so funny. Uh, they were great. Good side characters. We watching it. It's gross, so it's typical <laughs> Fairly Brothers. Done that. Right. <laughs> the kid that played Whitey, or Milky, uh, he was... <laughs> He did the movie, but at the same time, he was a little upset that they made fun of his albinoism because he actually is an albino. Again, people got feelings. Well, I know, yeah, I but you're it, in a comedy you movie. On yeah. for it, right? Come on, I guess some people are different. But you know, Fairly Brothers, man, don't sign it. Come on, Fairly Brothers. So we get another big movie that year in 2000. Doctor Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Ooh. Christmas. Where he plays our I lead character, the Grinch. Love this movie. Okay, so I love it too. I, I like it more than the animated. Oh one. my god, it is like absolutely yes. the animated one is. It's a classic, but this it one's is classic. Better. Wait, are you talking about the OG animated one? Are you talking about the new one with uh, the OJ Doctor no, Strange? No, the OJ 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 the OJ <laughs> OJ the OJ, OJ, OJ tribe. I I love the original <laughs> cartoon with no, with I Boris Karloff. I, I didn't know but, if you were talking about the the, the no, Doctor Strange. I never saw no. the Benedict one. Really? I couldn't finish it. It's, I never saw it. I couldn't he's finish just. It. I just. He's just not the Grinch to me. Yeah. He's not Grinchy enough. But that but that movie is voice, very though. adorable though. I do love it. But the animation it, he's just good. yeah, the animation yeah, is great. I but and but the, the kids in that movie are adorable. Yeah, and just but, other than the Grinch, like they, they they had a bad run with another live action Doctor Seuss movie cat in the hat. <clears throat> but so that the Doctor Seuss adaptations started to just become animated, so yeah. I understood why they did redid the Grinch. And I'm pretty sure they'll redo Cat in the Hat but animated. It's just the animation ones just well, they appeal. Have. To, they have it has their own animated show on Netflix, I think. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh. Because the, the Lorax, the, the I didn't like the Lorax, but it did well. So, well, this movie, The Grinch, oh directed God. by Ron Howard. We also get Taylor Momsen as Cindy Lou Who. We get Jeffrey Tambor, oh, Chris, Christine Barinsky, Molly Shannon, and Clint Howard. Who would have known she would have grew up to be a rock star? Right? Crazy. <laughs> Uh, he spent 92 days in the Grinch makeup. This this movie, like that costume, that makeup. Wow. We do a Christmas episode. I'm sorry. We did. We did. Yeah. I don't care. 
where I'm involved. <laughs> we're just gonna we'll sing. We're gonna sing yeah. the next episode. Don't but, um, me. <laughs> uh, the, the being in the makeup and the costume for the Grinch, like it, it gave him like severe trauma. He had to go to like therapy for like claustrophobia because it, it was it was well, like the, the contacts. Suit, right yeah, alone, the suit was yeah. literally eating him alive. He spent ninety two days in that costume making this movie. Oh, it took oh. two hours to apply in the morning and an hour to take off at night. But the whole day he is in that suit. He barely his skin could barely breathe. The contacts were made of glass that yeah. covered his whole eyeball. <laughs> they couldn't have made something better. He actually had to get counseling from a CIA CIA agent <laughs> that was a, a specialist in torture resistance. <laughs> uh, the Whoville, so here's a fun little thing I read. The Whoville set was built in the back lot of uh, Universal Studios behind mm-hmm. the Bates Motel. And during breaks, uh, when the, the park was open and people were touring the Bates Motel, Bates Motel, uh, <laughs> Motel. Carrie, Carrie, Motel. Would, Carrie would put on a dress and wield a so, knife and scare the shit out of tourists that were visiting the Bates Motel. Oh Dude. my God! Yes, what <laughs> I would have it. done to be one of those people. I mean, I would shit myself. I would too. Yeah. But also, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, was that really him? <laughs> And this was great. It was, I think, at the time, the largest set ever built for a movie, like fake set, and it was really good looking. It was cool. Oh yeah, reminded me of like the Flintstones movie where they had all like modernized stuff, but it was in the Who Uh way. Something funny. I was watching an Eddie Murphy interview recently. (laughs) So the same time they were doing Grinch, they were doing the sequel to The Clumps, like Professor, and Jim Carrey actually. Asked Eddie Murphy, he was like, "How do you stand these big suits?" Yeah. Eddie Murphy had was doing like yeah. six right. characters, yeah. and on breaks they would have lunch together in these <laughs> in their different suits. suits. And I was like, "That's, <laughs> That's dope. the greatest I'm the same set. <laughs> yeah, so dope. I would be a, I would love to be a fly on that wall. Oh, for sure. And just be like, what were they talking about? Yeah. <laughs> but I just thought that I, was dope that it was on, you know, the same line. Yeah, same that's awesome. Universal. Uh, what's, the, what's the guy Brian Grazer yeah he's like, the producer he produced both yeah. both of them so he oh, was on okay. like, all the time yeah so. <laughs> and if you couldn't tell Carrie uh, his voice was based on um, Sean Connery <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, I, I watch this every year yeah, around Christmas. I it's a, I it's a staple in my Christmas watching. I bought it because I realized I didn't yes. own it. And so yes. I recently bought it. It's still sealed in the plastic. I remember I when it first came out, everybody was like, oh, you can't remake a classic. <laughs> oh, Jim Car- live oh, action did. looks stupid. Oh. I'm like, no, yeah, I, I it was did amazing. see this one in theaters. It was yeah. amazing. I did see it in theaters <laughs> and I, I just yeah, loved he, it. He was so good. His, but his he did the smile. Little he did the smile that I never noticed because you know how he gets all like the Christmas presents that people just dump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, where'd Max come from? He had to have been a Christmas present that someone he found dumped. him. He, was a, he found him in the wild. That went on to a, yeah. live on a farm. No, he was a Christmas present. Someone dumped him, and yeah, that's he, how he got him. He he found, to, yeah, <laughs> he went to live on a farm. He found him. He found him in the wild, in the wild hills oh. of Whoville. He just Man. found him. That just made no. me so sad because I remember watching a video and they like think pointed about that, that out, like, and I was like, "That's movie, sad." We don't Who think would about get that. Rid of Max? Either He's way, the best. Either way, Max has a home. Yes. Yeah. Oh no, I know. <laughs> and he has to pull that super heavy oh. sled full of stolen so stuff. Great. 
Christmas staple. He was sure. good. I like the little backstory they gave the Grinch when he was in school. Oh my god, the Clippers. He was the cutest little baby Grinch. He was and the like, scariest looking. Oh, right. He was adorable. That was amazing. He was adorably yeah. creepy. And I was like, oh, I feel bad. I was like, yeah, no. And he's like, Santa. <laughs> right. And I thought it was funny that the Whoville adults were having a key party. That was dirty for a kid's movie. He was smooth as hell because he He made that gift for uh, a old girl as a kid. He was doing jewels and shit. And she was still wearing it as an adult. She was still wearing it as an adult. I loved his little voice. I made this for you, Martha. Man, I would yes. love that gun that he that, uh, that that she had where she could just shoot oh, a string like, of lights hey, on her house like, oh, with a bazooka. Oh yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I really wish that was a fucking Man. thing. Like, you know, fast the the movie. Jeffrey oh yeah, Tambor, he's great at playing the ass, dude. He's so good, so good in that movie. One of my his, his face after he kisses Matt. Is this the other guy, Ron Howard's brother? Yeah, the, Clint, Clint yeah. Howard, yeah. Okay. The what one where he's like, he's like, oh, don't worry, Mayor. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. He's a ride or die friend. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But one of the funniest scenes. And like, so my kids grew up watching this because I was like, no, this is a state one. This yeah. <laughs> so you will older, like it. So we watch it, we see it goes up, and like, he keeps on that little car, he goes, excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> it just kills me every time. Uh, oh shit! So funny. Excuse me. <laughs> Classic. It is. Okay. Can't wait for Christmas to watch. Oh, I know, and I'm Cindy here. Lou is like adorable, I do not and care. I just uh, I will call off work because <laughs> I listened to last year's, yeah. and I was like, oh. <laughs> so that was great. I'm, I missed Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes are leaking. <laughs> it was good. It he was, was really like, good. Am I just eating because I'm bored? Yeah. <laughs> I'm an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> that was great. I'm <laughs> wasted because by the time it gets back to wash you, you can't. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 2001 and we get The Majestic directed by Frank Darabont who usually does Stephen King movies like The Mist and Shawshank Redemption Jim Carrey plays the character Peter Appleton it takes place in 1951 and he's a, a Hollywood writer that gets blacklisted and gets into a car accident loses his memory settles down in a small town where he's mistaken for a long lost son who was in the war he's um, mistaken for Matt Damon yeah, which funny enough, Matt Damon was offered the role, but he turned it down to do Born Identity. So they, so like, but they, they threw, picture. they still threw yeah. him in yeah. there a little yeah. bit. Um, Tom Hanks was also offered the part too, but he also turned it down. Uh, we also get. I Mar- could see that honestly. Yeah, we, I could see Matt Damon too. Oh, we get yeah. we get Martin Landau, uh, we get Laurie Holden, uh, and we get David Ogden Steers. Um, Laurie Holden would be in another Jim Carrey movie later, but she also like went on to be in The Walking Dead <laughs> after mm-hmm. after this. I love this movie. That's it is, where I know her yeah, from. It is my... As much as I love Man Leah on the Moon and Truman Show, like um, this is my favorite dramatic performance by Carrey. Because he's That's not over the top. He actually plays it very mellow, mm-hmm. and he gets 
emotions going, at least for me. That every time I watch this, I'll admit it, it makes me tear up every time I watch this movie. Yeah, I mean, can you Martin Landau is so good. Not knowing who you are and then coming back and then like that yeah. poor dad. The, Martin Landau, yeah, Ugh. he was so good um, as as the 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 guy who thinks it's yeah. his son, and he'll make you cry all day yeah. long. <laughs> He's so good in it. It's just a, a, a pretty simple story, but it's the very powerful acting, in my opinion. Yeah, no, my, it is a great movie. I, I recently rewatched this, and because I just it's been so like it's probably been mm-hmm. over ten years yeah. since I've seen it. Probably, and it's an underrated movie as well as for his dramatic movies. It doesn't yeah. get talked about a lot. It doesn't even get talked about when you bring up Frank Darabont. It's actually my favorite movie by Frank Darabont. I know that's a that's an un unpopular opinion um because <laughs> most people are like shawshank's the greatest yeah. or green mile's the greatest or mist is greatest no majestic is my favorite by frank darabont um i like that he, like, you know Ew. he's a he's a writer for movies I, my love for any character that's in the movies and old hollywood so of course i'm gonna like this uh and i like that he makes b movies but he wants to like make better movies and uh one of his B movies, the the Pirates of the Sahara or whatever, Bruce Campbell is in it oh, as yeah, the lead yeah, yeah, yeah. B actor, which <laughs> is great. That. Funny. <laughs> there is a little voice cameo in the beginning, in the beginning of the movie, where we're close up on his face and he's having that meeting with studio executives about mm-hmm. his newest project, and they're all trying to change it and giving him a dog character and all this dumb stuff. Those are actually played by real directors: Gary Marshall, Paul Mazursky, Sidney Pollack, Rob Reiner, and Carl Reiner are all the voices in the room. So that was kind of cool. I yeah, I love this movie. It's just he does such a great job in it mm-hmm. for playing, you know, not an over the top character. It's just like know. a simple character too, you know. But he still has to play someone and it's like, yeah, he loses his memory, but this is during a time where like amnesia was not a common thing. Yeah. So a lot of people thought he was faking it. You know, he's blacklisted because he attended a communist party. Um and he's not a communist, but everybody, the government thinks he's like, he they is. They were communists. He, 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 <laughs> he didn't even know. The, he went with like what a college girlfriend. Yeah, he went there to impress a girl. Like yeah. he, but the the you know Hollywood and the government all think he's a communist spy because it's during that era, and losing your memory is like oh well that's just convenient. Right, You're just hiding in the small town. So <laughs> it's really good. And you haven't seen it yet, Alan. Right? Well, no. it doesn't have okay. to now. Jeez. Well, no, I'm still gonna. Sorry, now yeah. I feel bad. <laughs> so the, the someone place... else had Brian's copy of the DVD. Oh. <laughs> I gave it to him. Oh, they don't okay. live too like, close. So so I was like, oh, yeah, I told it. you, I was like, while I'm up north, just My give bird. her a call and you can probably come and pick it up. I said, <laughs> I got a guy, but your guy couldn't no, 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 find no. it. I was like, that's a drive. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a little. I was little home uh, anyway. There, little a tidbit. Uh, the place where <laughs> Peter gets drunk at that bar before he has the accident is the Coco Bongo Club <laughs> from The Mask. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. All right, so we skip a couple years to 2003. We get Bruce Almighty, I where he plays Bruce Nolan. This movie so much. Reporter. This also has Morgan Freeman, Jennifer Aniston, Steve Carell, which is, I think, the first movie I've ever seen Steve Carell in, and Catherine Same, Bell, yeah. who's yeah. very sexy. <laughs> she's, the other, she's the other anchor. I recognize her for her acting, Brian, but you, you choose your own name. Okay. <laughs> I'm allowed to have my zipper. I was... My zipper hurts. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the only one that Either gets way. to say that line. <laughs> uh, yeah, By this is catchphrase. I'm getting these shirts made up. <laughs> 
as soon as I moved there, I'm getting them. Yeah, this movie was great. Uh, rewatching it, like when it first came out, I, I thought two, I was comparing it to like other comedies <laughs> that he did, and I thought it was kind of tame compared to his other comedies. But this was part of my rewatch, and watching it now, I'm actually I respect it a lot more. Oh my gosh, I it's love still very so funny. I've always loved it. Great. I always thought it was wonderful. I think and I saw this in theaters. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. Where were you, Brian? My favorite was uh, you not when he holds up the like the seven fingers or whatever on one hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kevin Hart was offered the lead role. Turned Excuse it down. Me? Kevin Hart. And both no. Robert De Niro and Jack Nicholson uh, were no. offered the part of God. I can kind of see mm-hmm. Kevin you Hart. You have to but... think Kevin Hart 2002. This is 2003. I know, but I'm talking about when he would have All right, okay, filmed yeah, it. It would have been 2002. Cause remember, Before he was even established. Kevin Hart really broke out this like, the 40-year-old version, which was 2005. This is like... And this was way before he hit uh, Soul Plane okay. era. Yeah, you have to think okay. like... Mm. Yeah, okay. But who I do knows? Kevin. I who knows? Yeah. But okay, who knows? Kevin now. No, I know. Yeah. But I think Kevin knew. Both De Niro and Jack Nicholson were offered the part of God. Morgan Freeman took it, even though he is actually agnostic in real life. That's funny, but I, I love him as God. So <laughs> he's I'm good. Like, he, yeah. he has the great voice. I, yeah. So he is. I want that voice to be. <laughs> His humor was dry, and he was really good at it. Doesn't he do a take of Dirty Harry in this? Yeah, he does. When he looks in the mirror. Yeah, does the Eastwood impression? Yeah. yeah, there's a callback to the I, Deadpool. I didn't know if it was Dirty Harry. I was just guessing. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's dirty. Okay. Uh, even though I've the story, this, so I don't know, but. even though the story is set in Buffalo, New York, the town square was actually in the Universal backlot, and it's the same town used in Back to the Future. In fact, one of the scene the, during the riot scene, you can see the clock tower oh, from nice. Back to the Future. Yeah, I and Jennifer Aniston is always good. Mm-hmm. She's wonderful. The scene where he mm-hmm. has, is she? yeah, I love her. Even in the breakup. No. <laughs> no. But that's I not loved her in because horrible... of her. That's just because of the movie. I loved her in Horrible okay. Bosses. Oh, oh those! Oh dude. my God, she's hilarious! Yeah, and I thought yes. she was good and derailed as well. Yes. Uh, the scene where he makes yes. the monkey go up the the guy's ass. Yes, yes. What? The, the scene where he oh, makes yeah. the. So that's a that's a, 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 capuch, a capuchin monkey. Oh, uh, it's the same monkey used in both Ace Ventura movies, Friends, and Outbreak. Aww. Same monkey. He is the the actor stuff. monkey of Hollywood. The, act, <laughs> the, the actor monkey. Uh, Egypt banned this movie due to its sacrilegious content. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. No, this is a great movie. Uh, I like when he's just trying out all of his powers and stuff. And I like when he's messing with Steve Carell on oh, air. Yeah. Man. <laughs> so great. He, and it was and, and the moon. Kudos for Carell for doing all that stuff. The, the sounds and things. Yeah. It was great. I just love when he just like... Oh yeah, strips his clothes off, and then he makes her boobs bigger, and she's yeah. like, "This is bigger." I don't know. Potty trained his dog to just yeah. actually yeah. use the bathroom yeah. and flush. It's <laughs> crazy. Um, only Jim Carrey uh, can mess with me like that. I, go, <laughs> I like that he. <laughs> I like that he actually like conjures up a guy from Brazil to give him coffee out his window. I like that part. Now, they did make a sequel, but I never watched it because it looked terrible. Evan Almighty. It's not good. I saw that in theaters too. It's terrible. I'll say this. There's there's still Morgan Freeman as God. It's a good kids movie. 
It's a yes. good kids sequel. I'll say that. And I'll give yeah. Steve Carell's due. Like, he did a good job. For but was it whatever. needed? No. No, but, mm. you know... Because Evan you know, Baxter Evan wasn't Evan. a likable character in yeah. the first in Bruce Almighty, I so I want to know what Bruce was think, in this movie. You also have to think huh? Steve Carell was so hot on the office. I want to know where Bruce was during this whole thing. He was with Jennifer Aniston <laughs> in New York, yeah, yeah. <laughs> covering, no, covering mean, the world's <laughs> biggest pizza or something. Universal <laughs> was it's all money. Biggest cupcake. Steve Carell. The office was smoking oh, yeah, hot. That's Tom true. Chattiac came back. Really you know, becoming like, famous. Hey, Margaret Freeman came back. Hey, you know. Yeah. They made it really kid friendly, but Steve Carell did do a good job for what he was written. Yeah. And I, I saw him say that. Like, like you know, to Mike is like, do the cha-cha. Like Daddy Day Camp. Like a little I, sissy I girl. I refuse. Mm. <laughs> All right. So 2004, we get Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Mm. He plays a character named Joel Barish. Who uh, finds a company that can erase parts of your memory, and he wants to erase the woman he loved, and yeah. that broke up with him. Kate well, Winslet's Kate Winslet's character. He uh, didn't want to. Right, he didn't want once to, he but he needed she to. Did, yeah, then it kind of. Really cool story. Uh, yeah, I was written conf- by Charlie Kaufman. I was we've talked about him for a little um, bit. Very different for Carrie. Uh, it's still dramatic, but a little bit of comedy thrown in there. But he was awesome. Mm-hmm. Great supporting cast. Um, Kate Winslet was great. Yeah, I um, like the little Kirsten twist. Kirsten Dunst, and... Mark Ruffalo, Elijah yeah. Wood. Tom Wilkinson as the, the doctor. He was great. Uh, this is directed by Michelle Gondry, who gave us Be Kind, Rewind, and The Green Hornet. <laughs> I like Be Kind. I did, too. I haven't Enjoyed seen that movie it. in a real long time, so I can't really say for sure. What's Eternal? What's, no, uh, be kind. Rewind. Uh, no, I just watched Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless. It's a strange I movie. I watched it. It's focus features, so, so it's first, more of an artsy type of movie. Yeah. But it's totally it's different than what I remember when I first watched it. You know what I mean? Like I've, I've had to watch it four times. Yeah. <laughs> once, once they're in like, his yeah. mind, oh, okay, is where it really. Yeah, oh, okay. I got it because I kept getting confused yeah. when he was like, "Oh, I met her this day at that party at the beach." Yeah. I'm like. No, yeah, you met on the train. Once they're in his mind, is and where it really, really gets good. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah. This it's... movie does feature a lot of fascinating scenes that uses old-fashioned camera editing and like no visual effects, like the kitchen scene where it makes him <laughs> makes him look like a little kid. But it's <laughs> yeah. just uh, it's like a force... tiny in the sink taking a bath. Yeah, it's a it's a forced perspective <laughs> shot. So that yeah. kitchen table is like super long, you know, and he's standing at the end of it, and his mom's standing at the beginning or in the front of it. And it's the same kind of sort of way Peter Jackson did the Hobbits in Lord of the Rings. His forced perspective shots. So, yeah, I dug it. I dig this one. Mm-hmm. Here's something I read that was kind of messed up. So when Carrie met with Michelle Gondry, he was suffering uh, from a de- depressive episode. It was probably around the time his girlfriend committed suicide or OD'd Aww. on pills. So Carrie wasn't good in his mind. Yeah. And Gondry, over lunch, told him that he was so beautiful right now. You are so broken. Please don't get well. You'd be perfect for my character. And he's re- and and Carrie was recounting that story several 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 years later. Uh, he would remark, "That's how fucked up this business is." 
I would never say that to somebody. Like, you're, it's I don't care if it's for a movie or not. It doesn't like, matter. I would never There's worse things that happen to people. Fuck it. What I would say is... That's how you're going to get a good performance like, out of somebody. But he, at the same time, like, he could have said this. no. He signed on. But yeah, at the I same know. time, he signed yeah. on. So. But it's just... Ugh. No, I get it. As of this year, this is the most recent film to win screenwriting Oscar without being nominated for Best Picture. Usually the Best Picture has a Best Screen screenwriting with it so mm. charlie kaufman you know so i like this movie yeah i like this movie. Yeah, I like it's a good movie. I like this movie. it's good yeah it's good it's a weird movie but yeah it's pretty great it's yeah I, I definitely um, appreciated it the second time i watched it because the first time i watched it i didn't really like it mm-hmm. well i watched it four times yeah. it's different <laughs> it only took me twice but each like years of blood yeah Oh, now that I'm yeah. in my 30s, yeah. I understand <laughs> Let me try this reference. again. <laughs> so this this same year, 2004, we also get a series of unfortunate events. Lemony Snicket's, that is. Mm. Where he plays Count Olaf. This mm. is based on the uh, book series by Daniel Hadler, which, Handler, which came out in 99. And it uses uh, plots and stories from three of the first three books, which is The Bad Beginning, The Reptile Room, and The Wide Window. Mm. Um... I didn't know these books, so I had no idea what the hell was going on in this movie. But I, knew I, them, I did. But I never read them. I liked Carrie in it. He was funny. He was mm-hmm. still great. Uh, he was sort of villainous as actors. well. The makeup was yeah. good. I liked the the side actors in it were good. Sort of the villainous. kids. The he kids was were a villain. Yeah, he, he I know, but he was on fire. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, yeah, so tried to get them hit by a train. That's true. Anyway, That's true. He just wanted the money. He just wanted like, the money. that yeah. young girl just to get her but, money. And, yeah. Yeah. But I was, was also thinking was kids like, movie in my head, so it's just it, kids movie. It was yeah. marketed that way. It was marketed that way. Yeah. Um, I, this was my first time actually watching it all the way through. Yeah. Very strange. I, it's strange. Yeah. It was originally. It, I thought I would like it more than I did. I still like it better than the Netflix one. The Netflix reboot with Neil Patrick Harris. No, it was okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, my nieces love this movie, so I was like, yes. you I like know, the I baby. To watch it. The yeah, baby was, did a really good job. Yeah. Oh yeah, the baby's adorable. <laughs> I just love young her. Emily Browning before she went off to be in Sucker Punch. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> she was in a lot more before that. Like she was in Ghost Ship. She was in. Darkness Falls. Yeah, for a ship. She kind of just stood there being creepy. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it had a good side cast. We had Meryl Streep in there with I Billy Connolly and Catherine O'Hara, um, uh, Louise Guzman as well. It's a good movie. And Jude Law as Lemony Snicket. It's, it's weird, but it's a good movie. Uh, Tim, this isn't a surprise at all, but Tim Burton was originally supposed to direct with Johnny Depp as Olaf, but. Oh, see, I could have seen that. Well, instead we get Brad Siberling, who gave us City of Angels. (laughs) And Casper. Look at you now. (laughs) With your bag of fruit. His makeup and hair (laughs) took three hours every day. That's longer than The Grinch. How's that? A sequel with Carrie was planned, but they just instead rebooted it as a show on Netflix. So. Mm Because there's, I don't know how many books are in the series, but there's more than three. There's a lot. There's like 20 or something. Who's in the, um... The Netflix one. Neil Patrick. Neil Patrick. Yeah. 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 He's just like Barney as Olaf. <laughs> came up on the Jim Carrey one. Yeah. I was like, you guys like. <laughs> I see. See, I think my nieces watched the yeah, Jim Carrey exactly. one before the show came yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it in theaters. 
I was I, like, what the hell I did is not, this? Yeah. <laughs> I made it a point to try to see every Jim Carrey movie in theaters that I could because he's my favorite. So yeah, I'm try for to. sure. Uh, so 2005, we get a remake of the 1977 film with George Siegel and Jane Fonda, Fun with Dick and Jane. <laughs> and he plays Dick Harper. Steve Dick Run. <laughs> this is directed by Dean Parasot, who gave me gave us very great movie, Galaxy Quest. And Red I've 2. <laughs> this also stars... you never Galaxy Quest? It's fantastic. Oh my god, it's great, yeah. <laughs> it's dumb, but it's fantastic. So Tim you Allen. see how quickly she reacted when I was like, I've never seen it. That's okay. I That's have normally this, her line. I have the same reaction <laughs> whenever you say yeah. things. Oh, well, sorry. Before just, we, before we watched it when you said that you haven't seen Point Break, it was I the want same to. Uh, the movie also stars uh, one of Alan's favorite actresses, <laughs> Tia Leone. And we also get Alec Baldwin, Richard Jenkins, and John Michael Higgins, who's pretty funny. Yes. This is the one he actually didn't see because of T. Leon. <laughs> no, I did see this She's, She has a couple I funny do. parts, but yeah. No. Yeah. No. Jim Carrey's awesome. I like when her, when her face gets the, from the, taking that drug, oh, the experimental yeah, like, drug. Yeah. No. And just mixed with Carrie's no. like broken jaw and like stuff like that, and they're trying to kiss each other, like, oh, yeah. oh, no, 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 she wasn't I, good at all. I thought this movie was okay he when carried, it first came out, the film. but no pun but Carrie is the best part of oh, this yeah. movie, and and their kid who speaks Spanish, yeah. <laughs> That was pretty funny. Alec Baldwin has the dickhead. Yeah. He was He's funny. He, yeah, yeah. He was kind of, they were kind of um, making fun of George Bush a little bit with his character. Yeah. Like when his company went down and he's out duck hunting. It's kind of like when the war was happening and Bush was playing golf and like, I'm, you know, he's like, watch this. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. Uh, both Rob Schneider and Ben Stiller were considered for Dick. Cameron Diaz was offered Jane. Oh, yeah, turned it down. She would have been way better. Yeah. yeah, way more. But yeah. yeah, like I said, it has some funny parts. Uh, indicted, indicted. I like that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not the worst. Nah. I like when they're messing with uh, the guy from the Goldbergs, the dad, and he's got the <laughs> like the the robot voice. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like this movie. I. <laughs> I feel like when this movie came out, I thought Carrie was great, but you could kind of feel a shift of 90s comedy going into early 2000s, because a lot of comedy was changing. Actually, like, right this movie, if it would have came out in the 90s, probably would have, num- you know, mm-hmm. number one blockbuster yeah. for him. And I saw the potential, but again, around this time, everything was changing with comedies. It wasn't the same kind of... Yeah. What they were going, although I liked it. I yeah. Tia Leone. So I, I, I felt bad for Carrie because I felt like this was, you know, not a comeback because he did Bruce Almighty, but you could tell there was a shift going on. Yeah. And I was like, plus, oh, I bet he didn't have a lot of like, creative he... control either. <laughs> you so. know? Yeah. Yeah. So well, luckily. The robbery scene in the, the store was funny. That was pretty good with the, the lot, like, <laughs> we couldn't at, get the, with the, the, the coffee. The coffee shop? He couldn't get the gauze pocket. <laughs> get a bagel. Get a bagel, too. That was classic shit. Yeah. Like in the 90s, yeah, that would have been a number one movie. For sure. <laughs> but, yeah. So I was worried. You know, in 2007, he tries a different kind of genre with uh, playing the character Walter Sparrow in The Number 23, directed by Joel Schumacher, who he worked with in Batman Forever. 
Mm. We also get Virginia Madsen, Logan Lerman, Danny Houston, and Rona Mitra as well. It's not for everybody. No. It's a mess of a it's movie. It's not for me. It's a mess of a movie, but I like the idea. I like the obsession. And it will make you go insane if you really think about it, because 23 is everywhere. So Yeah, but they make it that way. That's true. But you can also fool your mind into real things right now. You could. Right. You could. I don't know why that annoyed um, me when he was like, well, this and this and this and this adds up to Because he got wrapped up. Oh he, got, he, got he got wrapped up in it. And then his son was like, oh my God, yeah. And I'm like, shut up. But that's God. the point. That's, That's why the movie is called the number twenty three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw it for the first I, time actually just now. So. I do laugh that uh, mm. his last name is Sparrow and his son's name is Robin. Robin Sparrow. <laughs> Robin Sparrow. <laughs> just be ro- out there, Robin Sparrows. Carrie has actually <laughs> claimed to be obsessed with that number since being in this movie. I get it. His company is called JC Twenty Three Entertainment. No, oh, does he have a tattoo? 23 right. times. And he was also like he was also there. paid yeah. exactly 23 <laughs> he was also paid exactly 23 million dollars for it. Uh, this was Joel Schumacher's 23rd project. It was also his last movie before he died. I thought we said what was the one with the uh, cage and kitten? Trespass? Trespass? Yeah, wasn't that one? Wasn't that like 2011 or something? I think it was the same year actually. Um, might have to look it up. That could be the last oh, yeah. one. Then. Yeah, I try to. Uh, the plot recently. is largely I don't think Trespass was that old. The the plot is largely based on the philosophical writings of William S. Burroughs, who came to believe that the number twenty three held it's mystical. Two thousand eleven. Ah, my bad. Mystical. Okay, last theatrical movie. Oh, okay. that's what it is. Uh, that's what it is. William S. Burroughs <laughs> uh, came to believe that the number twenty three held mystical significance after encountering it during a significant moments in his life. So here's some more things of 23. Oh, God. The DVD contains 23 Shh. chapters. Michael Jordan is a fan of this I'm movie. out. I'm going to go get some to eat. Such instances. <laughs> the bookshop. <laughs> the bookshop, when they go get the book, it's, uh, it's, it's on a shelf facing out, not tucked between any books. And because of this, 23 books are visible on the shelf behind it. Several addresses in the movie are shown that their numbers equal 23. Uh, it was released in several countries on March 23rd. <laughs> then the UK rele- DVD release was July 23rd. <laughs> so it was good marketing <laughs> to really, yeah. really shove that number in right. your face. 23. 23, 23. Michael Jordan should just make it. But I gave, I gave, uh, <laughs> despite, despite if you like or didn't like the movie, I gave uh, Carrie credit. I thought he was believable in his parts. Oh, no, he was um, great. Yeah. Virginia dude, Madsen was, was really good his performance. as his wife. I love those uh, scenes of him uh, as the detective fingerling with his, his like fully body tattoo and yeah. playing the saxophone in the black and white, you know, that, like a detective noir murder mystery. Was that I kind of enjoyed playing that. that female character with the black hair? Yeah. In his yeah. yeah. I, I just wasn't sure. I was she like, looked I think it was great like... in black hair. <laughs> yes. My... Yes. Yes. I was wearing sweats at the, pant- at the time. Yes. <laughs> so, it wasn't a zipper, but... Uh, no, so I've seen this but it kept me watching. Times. So back when it came out on DVD, but rewatching it, I was like, "This movie is a mess." Yeah, it's it's, it's messy. I was like, I like Carrie's perform. I, mm-hmm. I like the performance. I was like, "What the fuck?" It was just I couldn't finish it. I was like, "There's like an hour and forty five minutes left." <laughs> I was like, "I can't do it." Oh, you weren't watching the director's cut, which. <laughs> Oh, I, maybe I, I was. Did. I my guy I might, she might have gotten that one because <laughs> when I when yeah. I hit play, that shit's like I over two too. hours, and I was like, I, 
No, I get it. No, you know I get what it. I did while I was not... watching it? I played Animal Crossing. I'm sure you did. I kept my mind busy while I was watching the busy movie. But he did a good job. Um, <laughs> but I still remember a bunch of stuff chocolate. about it. So I <laughs> no, I just rewatched. I was like, oh no, because I was excited to rewatch because I was like, oh, I like this movie. Okay. <laughs> okay, we can move on. So 2008, we get another Dr. Seuss classic turned into a movie, and it's Horton Hears a Who, where Jim Carrey plays Horton. Not live action, though. Not live action. <laughs> no. It's animated. Uh, Steve Carell also is He's in just this. like in an elephant costume. <laughs> I was going to say, do you think motion, he live Motion capturing. Like, hey. Yeah, he's yeah. motion capturing. Yeah. Uh, we I also get it, uh, Steve Carell, Will Arnett, Seth Rogen, Amy Poehler, and Carol Burnett. And Jesse Carrie's McCartney. It's JoJo. Yeah, him too. Yeah. With the one line. I know. Um, <laughs> Eddie Murphy was actually oh, offered the part first, but turned it down. He was great. I love this movie. It's funny. The animation it, is awesome. Mm-hmm. I love the animation. Um, this is from the directors who gave us Free Birds, which I never saw, that animated movie, and Jonah Hex. <laughs> Free Birds with uh, old like the turkey. Yeah. Yeah. That movie's fucking funny. Yeah, is it? Okay. It's, it's the Thanksgiving theme. Uh, but it's good. Oh, it's funny. Okay, it is yeah, funny. Yeah. I think Netflix like puts it on there once a year. I feel like if I remember it's... correctly, I think this was a movie I went and saw and reviewed for my high school paper. Oh, and what, what did you give it? Yeah. Um, I don't remember. What was the headline? That was so long it? ago. What was the, what was the quoted headline? Yeah. I don't remember. You know how long ago that was. <laughs> You remember that? I know. I, know. I, did, I said I just want to hear more. Think, yeah, but it came out in 2008, and I don't know if it came out before I graduated or after I graduated. Okay, I can just see it's like Courtney is who Jesse says a no. <laughs> I know Baywolf was for sure one. Courtney hears a no. <laughs> <laughs> I was terrible at movie reviews. I That's was... awesome. That's awesome. That is awesome. I would have loved to do that. Uh, no, but I I do like this. It's not as good as The Grinch, but I do uh, I really that I do watch it still occasionally. Like I said, the animation's great. Yeah. The, it looks great on Blu-ray. Oh my! My nieces love this movie. They, they would watch this movie. This and the you Lorax they love. I have always planned to. It's always been on like a watch list for yeah. Hulu or it's whatever. Okay. I just never. See, that one we can forgive you for not watching, but yeah, <laughs> there's I... a few others you're like. <laughs> the audacity. Blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> I think at that time. No, I don't, I don't have a reason for it. <laughs> I was a new parent. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. Well, Jim Carrey went back to his comedic form in this next movie, also in 2008, where he plays Carl. Yes, yes. man. Oh my god, I rewatched this with John. It's I so love much this funnier movie. now. Yeah, I yeah. loved it, it. This is the same with Bruce Almighty. When it first came out, I was like, ah, it's yeah, okay. I thought the same thing. And then rewatching it, like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, this movie is way funnier than I remember. And a yeah. great side cast: mm-hmm. Zoe Deschanel, Bradley Cooper, Bradley Cooper, uh, Reese Darby, Terrence Stamp, and Danny Masterson for some reason, because. <laughs> His seventy show was yeah. just ended and yeah. still, you know. <laughs> well, wasn't he doing the the ranch? Wasn't he on that show? No, no this oh. was before this was the... 08, so yeah. seventy okay. show had just ended, so he all was right. probably still being offered. Uh this is directed yeah. by Peyton he Reed. Was in a smiley face movie with Anna Ferris too. Oh yeah. It's called Creep. Smiley Face. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen it? Where she's like No, I, I know what it is, oh, but I've actually, seen the it's pretty right. great even though it's so stupid. No, I never watched that. It's actually pretty good. I, I, I hear. I watched one I season. Is Sam Elliott on that? Yeah. Yeah, I um, love Sam Elliott. 
Drooper looking for it. Yeah, Ooh, he's got the best voice. Want to get a nice truck. So yes, man. <laughs> yes, man. <laughs> almost, <laughs> almost reminds me a little bit of liar, liar. Not that the fact that he can only tell the truth, but he's like kind of, and it's not really a magical thing. Well, he thinks it is in his head, but he just has to. I know some of the things I'm like, you can say do no. something. Yeah, true. And that was the moral of it: is that it's good to say yes, but you do have to. Have it's okay yeah. to say no. Yeah. But um, then bad things kept happening, so he's like, Yeah, and he was right, like, right. Yeah. It's like going, you know, <laughs> so went back to cheating the old lady. In a, it's like cheating in a jinx. You know, things can happen. Uh, this is brought to us by Peyton Reed, who oh. gave us Bring It On and Ant Man. Uh, this is based on an autobiography, uh, a book written by Danny Wallace. He spent a year saying yes to any given question and proposal. Both Jack Black and Bill Murray were con- were considered for the part. Uh, it's based on a book written oh, by okay. a guy named Danny Wallace oh, okay. who did that. Uh, the scene where Carrie runs into the waitress at the bar and falls. Uh, he actually took that fall and broke three ribs. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> See? Oh, that's I, the worst. I, his chemistry with Zoe Deschanel <laughs> was really good. I liked uh, it, Bradley Cooper was, was great as the, the best friend that he never <laughs> he never <laughs> did anything with. I don't care how introverted you are. You don't miss your friend's yeah. engagement yeah. party. Like, I'm he sorry, that was shitty. perfectly fine doing his own thing. Yeah, man, I gave me an horrible with his weird yeah. his weird boss at work when they're making goofy faces oh. at each other. Oh my god, I, I love him. Go to the Harry Potter. In, just yeah. being like that goofy side yeah. character with that accent, like <laughs> Harry, I just like that dude. Coming to his Harry Potter yeah. party. <laughs> what was the next one after that? Like, Three hundred. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was a lot of yeah. It was a lot funnier than than when I first saw it, so I I definitely rank this pretty high on the mm-hmm. Carrie rewatch list. Zoe Deschanel's band and songs are hilarious. <laughs> you get to hear the full one at the end credits. Yeah, yeah, great. yeah. Running photography. <laughs> with the uh, with the kid that looks like Ryan Gosling's dorky twin brother. <laughs> That's what that kid looked like. When this movie came out, I didn't see it in theaters. I did. When I rented it. A lot of people were like, oh, this movie, I really liked it when I first came mm-hmm. out. But rewatching, I was like, I still really like yeah. this fucking movie. So yeah, I'm glad it held up for me. I like Jim Carrey, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> I like Joey Deschanel. And they were both great in it together, mm-hmm. so. You watch New Girl? Hmm? Oh yes. I Red Bull? love Red New Bull? Girl. What? Red Bull. Oh. <laughs> Rebel. I gotta finish yeah. New Girl. Rebel. That might be a five seasons in. <laughs> Oh, so but you know Netflix idea. keeps yeah. track of like shows you, uh, watch yeah. and you can pick right back yeah. up and I'm like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's one thing they're good for I'm just <laughs> that's true that's true they're like continue watching yeah. the shitty movie you started yeah. two years ago <laughs> so sometimes I'm like get out of my continue watching but if you go you into can the remove app it, it... but it doesn't really remove it it removes it from the row but if you like you click on that movie yeah. it just goes resume playing almost three years ago but they just <laughs> added that feature of remove from continue watching because they didn't used to have that. Oh, and, I didn't know that. Sorry. Yeah. And then you'd have to go in the app and then delete it that way. And it's, oh, ugh. I'm like, like I don't want anyone to see that I just was watching this. That's okay. <laughs> I share my with my kids. I see yeah. the shit they watch. I'm like, what the fuck's that? Yeah. <laughs> Anyway. So, <laughs> Sorry, no, it's fine. It's 2009. 2009, we have another movie where he plays a real person, and that was I Love You, Philip Morris. 
and he plays Stephen J. Russell. Uh, this is directed by the people who gave us Crazy Stupid Love and Focus. Also stars Ewan McGregor as Philip Morris. We get Leslie Mann again. This was a movie that, kind of like Yes Man, where I first watched it and I wasn't that into it. And then I rewatched it for this and I actually really enjoyed it. I thought he it was very good. He did a really good job. Good. It's a, yeah. it's, it's, and some McGregor people don't like it because they just don't want to admit they don't want to watch something about someone being gay. Oh, but yeah, it has nothing to do with that. This movie is just awesome. <laughs> Carrie, funny, like I actually. said, Carrie can do everything. Yeah. Like, he's so good in this. And I it, forgot, like, I was even watching Jim Carrey for a second. Because like, <laughs> he's just so different. Yeah. And, and uh, so this is a true story about a cop who turns con man once coming out of the closet. And in prison, he meets Philip Morris and instantly falls in love and does anything and everything he can to be with him. And everything like everything including escaping prison i know and he's just like oh my god um, at the end i'm like just stop yeah like why you didn't have to go see him in prison that's and in and in real life russell did escape prison five times without hurting anybody because he just wanted to be with philip and now he is serving a 144 year sentence under heightened security right now yeah, Philip, he, Philip Morris is out and about it, but it said he gets what like an hour a day for one hour a day time yeah, yeah. That's, That's under supervision. Because like, he was able to sneak out all those times. That would be so shitty. Uh, uh, the real Philip Morris does have a cameo. He plays Steve's lawyer at the end of the movie. And his accent's on point, too. Another movie Matt Damon was offered first, <laughs> but turned it down. You, I hear, I sense you were going to chime in on something. Oh, no. It was just about the sentencing and the years. Like, come on, man. Have what? 144 like the, years. This is like... Come on, really? Just a life sentence is (laughs) enough. Come on. You know? Person's already 50? Come on. That's just the law. Did you watch this, Alan? I I didn't get to. Oh, my lent. Didn't I lend it to you? No, it's on Hulu. Oh, okay. It's on Hulu, yeah. It's on Hulu, Mm -hmm. yeah. It was on the list. I just didn't get around to it. It's different, but it's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not one I can watch over and over, but no. it's definitely a good. It's a very interesting yeah. story, and he well, and Ewan McGregor is you always should. great. Ewan McGregor is always great, and them two together, <laughs> it was great. Now. It was kind of adorable. Them two since for 158 years. <laughs> 40, 143. <laughs> Spoilers, guys. <laughs> that was like a real deep laugh. All of a sudden. I know. <laughs> I'm still in puberty for some reason. I don't I can't explain it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, great, I know. good performance. Like something. Uh, uh, I know. Different character. Uh, but like I said, both both him and Ewan McGregor had great chemistry, and they worked well off of each other, and it was good. I should just do voiceover. Really. <laughs> like, for real. So, we're still in 2009, and we get yet another kids' movie, but we get another rendition of A Christmas Carol. Oh, I but this 2010. My numbers must be wrong. Or years, my numbers. Are you searching on Yahoo? I was or? on IMDb. <laughs> Me too. My IMDb is not always that... Either way, 2009, 2010, whatever. Whatever! Uh, This is Robert Zemeckis' version of A Christmas Carol, which is follows the original story a little closer than, like, say, Mickey's Christmas Carol, which is a classic and probably my favorite. Uh, And of course, I have a a great uh, affection for Bill Murray's Scrooged as well. But. And. Huh? Muppets Christmas. Oh. Okay, come on. That's okay. 
anyways, uh, Jim Carrey. This is uh, this is Demekis's <laughs> third motion capture film after Beowulf and Polar Express, where he uses the actors. I was the, gonna say, I'm like, this reminds me of Polar yeah. Express. Yeah. Okay. Same director with the green. They're, they're wearing the green yeah. screen suits and they're acting out with the facial expressions and everything. So Jim Carrey plays not only Scrooge but all three ghosts as well. Yeah, it and wasn't my favorite. The young and teen versions of. Scrooge. So he plays all of Scrooge's ages and all the ghosts as well. So was, that's impressive. You know, I, I, I did watch it for him. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I guess it's it's not one that I would watch every Christmas. No. Like, I enjoyed the motion capture. Um, but because there's so many retellings of this story, there's just better versions to yeah. watch. But mm-hmm. I do respect it for right. the work that went into it and Jim Carrey's performance. We also get Gary Oldman. Colin Firth, Carrie Elwes, Robin Wright, Bob Hoskins, a lot of a lot of great so side characters. For just mocap. Yeah. This was the first <laughs> Disney animated movie to be released in IMAX 3D. Um, he did what um, about Beowulf. That wasn't Disney. Oh, okay. Because I was like, that, that was had that IMAX had Angelina 3D. Jolie naked butt in that movie. That wasn't yeah. Disney. <laughs> naked butt. Yeah. I thought it showed her boobs. Uh, Ooh. side boob. Side boob. Oh, it was PG thirteen. I don't remember her butt. Side boob. Yeah. It's there. <laughs> that movie wasn't that great anyway. That that, it was okay. three, that animation was terrible. Well, that was his first try at it, so yeah. I give him you know respect for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Carrie <laughs> modeled his actions, his voice, and his laughter after actor Alistair Sim, who played Scrooge in the nineteen fifty one Christmas Carol, which is often regarded as the best acting portrayal of Scrooge in all. Uh, the, I don't know if I've all ever of the movies. seen it. It's the most famous one. Never seen it. Owen Wilson was offered the part before Jim Carrey. Mickey's Christmas Carol is the one I watch the most. Of course. (laughs) And it's the shortest, too. That one's definitely the shortest. What's your favorite? His Muppets. Muppets? I do love the Muppets, too. And Scrooge. Yeah. I don't really count that, but it's just... (laughs) But it it is great. No, I do. I love Um, that movie, too. Me, too. Bill Murray's great. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, but, but you this know, this movie, it's it's all right, but Jim Carrey does do a good job. I couldn't finish it. No. To this day, I have never finished no. that movie. I could not get Honestly, through it. Honestly, I, like, I don't something think I've ever seen movie, the ending either. I can't. We know what through. happens. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, <laughs> but it wasn't even that. I was like, I like Jim Carrey, and I'm <laughs> like, this should be better. Right, no, I thought the same I thing. I don't well, know, but you I know, feel the same and I couldn't get past the animation either. Like, Polar Express, I'm the same way with Polar Express. I didn't watch Polar Express, but it's like, Last on the list. My nephew loves that movie, but ones. I can't. Right. Motion like, capture got better as the years yeah. came. And then so. watching Chippendale, I was like, the dead eyes. Like, <laughs> so true. Because one year, you know, <laughs> that, that same year we got a great, uh, or maybe it was, I can't remember. It was 2009, that same year. Well, they should have had that James Cameron motion capture money, because then we could have got like the Avatar like, right? motion capture. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I've always been a fan of Zemeckis just because he did Back to the Future. I like but, him too. I just, I just couldn't get through it. No, so I couldn't I tried. Yeah. That's right. I tried. I did too. Christmas, and like recently, like the last but five years. Plus, I was like, play. Yeah. Uh, so yes. in 2011, <laughs> we got another kids Delete. movie. Yeah. Deleted. <laughs> so in 2011, we got uh, another kids movie. Um, we didn't plan that. Which that better. Better. <laughs> I think That's this funny. was a book. I can't remember. But it's Mr. Popper's Penguins, where Jim Carrey plays Mr. Uh, Popper. Uh, this is directed by Mark Waters, who gave us Mean Girls and Bad Santa 2. 
Yeah, this movie is definitely aimed at children. Is it a book? Was it a book? I, I don't remember. I don't know. I just watched it for the first time. Like, yeah. This we also get we fun. also get the great Carla Gugino in it. We get Clark Gregg, Philip Baker Hall, and Angela Lansbury. Murder, she wrote herself. Yeah. I mean, it was a good movie. Is it my it's favorite? It's a kid's movie. No. It's a kid's movie. But... Penguins are funny. Yeah. Uh, Jim was attracted to do this movie because he, he would get to dance with the penguins like his hero, Dick Van Dyke, did in Mary Poppins. <laughs> uh, another movie Robin Williams was considered for, so was o- Owen Wilson, Matthew Broderick, Adam Sandler, Jack Black, and Ben Stiller. We're all offered the part. <laughs> it is based on a book. It's based on a book by Florence and Richard Atwater from 1938. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's a watchable kids movie. It's tight. It's kids. Yeah. Kids movie. It's like Jim Carrey and Penguins. It's usually like one of those kids movies that I try to avoid because it's just like so cheesy, like comedy, like, but. Kids like it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I was like, kids like it. I was like, Mr. Fuck uh, 2013, we got the incredible Burt Wonderstone. Jim Carrey oh. plays Steve Gray, who's basically Chris Angel meets he David is Blaine. The he's the best. He's the best part movie, of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> but it does have a great uh, other cast. Just Steve Carell is like in the lead with Steve Buscemi, with James Gandolfini, Actually, Alan Forrest, Arkin. probably because of The Office. And Olivia Wilde. Uh, this was, he was so funny. Oh the, my God, he's so ma- great. Extreme His magic long tricks. Ass hair yeah. And, <laughs> yes. I didn't really I like the line, this, your skin but... makes me cry. <laughs> and uh, Steve Carell's trick at the end always cracks me up, too. Where he, like, gasses all those people oh, and, yeah. like, puts them in the truck and then that drives them out. <laughs> invasion of... That was so that, much dedication. So that's <laughs> hilarious, though. But I would be pissed if I was one of those people and found out what really oh, happened. Oh, yeah. Like, Let's sue them. Yeah. <laughs> So funny, uh, Matthew Broderick was offered the part of Steve Gray, Ew, and so was no. Steve Martin and Sasha Baron Cohen as well. Okay, Sasha Baron Cohen, I could see. Real but... life magician David Copperfield actually served as an advisor for all the magic scenes and had to sign a, a secrecy contract so he could tell the secrets of some of the tricks performed in the movie. Mm-hmm. Because magicians code. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But no, this is a, it's stupid, but it's funny. Carell and Buscemi were great as sort of a comedic um, versions of uh, Siegfried and Roy. Yeah. (laughs) With their their song, Abracadabra. (laughs) It's so cheesy. (laughs) Gandolfini was great. Um, Yeah. Olivia Wilde, you know. Alan Arkin I loved as the old magician that Carell looked up to and is just now decrepit in an old folks home, but still does tricks, dumb tricks. You know, hides under his hospital bed. I'm, I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> the first time I watched this movie, I really. I was so disappointed because I, I was like, "Carell, send me Carrie." I was like, "Come on." And yeah. Like, but Carrie had had bit parts. <laughs> yeah, but I just didn't get it. But rewatching it, I was like, "All right, I, just, I, yeah. I get it a bit more." Yeah. It, it is like, real goofy. It is. Yeah. It's really dumb. I, I think that's just moments. where, like, if you realize you're like, this is stupid, but like, so, it's like so stupid. It's yeah. like some of it's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the rewatch. <laughs> yeah. It did take was, me a couple watches oh, to watch. So Carrie putting a nail in his like, head. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah. 
See, I, I rewatched this last year, so I didn't rewatch it for this episode because I had, you know, I feel like a year is recently watched, so. Same. It was just on Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> it was before this episode was a thing. Uh, the same year we got um, a sequel. We got Kick-Ass 2, where Carrie plays a bit part as Colonel Stars and Stripes. Uh, in the comics of Kick-Ass, he's actually a combination of two characters. There was a Colonel Stars, and then there was a Lieutenant Stripes. So he just they just combined the two characters to make him that. Uh, this is directed by Jeff Wadlow, who gave us Never Back Down and Blumhouse's Truth or Dare. <laughs> Of course, we get uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson back in the role. We get Chloe Grace Moretz, your favorite. I actually like her as Hit Girl, so I, I actually enjoyed I know, her I'm in just, this movie. It's so. just a running joke. I'm going to always I say. I know. Uh, yeah, I know. There were a lot of lines <laughs> improvised by Carrie, of course. So the the two lines. I love Chloe Grace. The two lines that that he improvised, which were great, is uh, the try I'd to wear have... that proud, even though I don't like her, but I would wear it. Poster of Carrie made with the blood. <laughs> She likes to spend basic. Carrie only has about eight minutes of screen time, but he's yeah. great. He steals the movie. He was my favorite character in the movie. Um, as much as Hit Girl is awesome I and Kick Ass is what great. what happened, and I rewatched yeah. this recently. I was like, oh my that God. happens in the comics. So I've only seen this once. Um, but he so does, like I said, he improvised some lines. So the line he says, try to have fun. Otherwise, what's the point? That's his line. Yeah. And also, yeah, there's a dog on your balls. That's his line, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was great. Eisenhower is uh, trained to eat the balls of the enemies. His nose was a little much, but... Well, yeah, because he, he was like a mobster turn, like, found Jesus and turned good and got into a lot of fights and he was like a wise guy type yeah. of... That's why the... <laughs> um, but, unfortunately, during... It was in the... Uh, when this movie was getting marketed, he absolutely refused to help promote and market this movie because it was in the wake of the Newton Newtown um, elementary school shooting. And he refused to take part in the promotion of the movie because he felt he could no longer support its violent content. Out of respect for that. His character only uses a gun, or only uses one gun in the movie, and it's unloaded. Yeah. Which, you know, is good. Yeah. But good sequel. Uh, not as good as the first one. Because, uh, you know, we get Nick Cage in the first one. And then we get Jim Carrey in this one. Yeah. So. And Nick Cage was my favorite in the first one. And Jim Carrey is my favorite in this one. <laughs> so. All right. So 2014. Another sequel. Dumb and Dumber 2. Where he plays Lloyd Christmas again. Yeah, it's not my favorite. 30 years but later and he's funny. still dumb. Yeah, we saw this in theaters. <laughs> with your dad, actually. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It's not as good as the first one because the humor of the 90s just doesn't exist now. Yeah. It had to be a little grosser yeah. now. So I noticed, like, hangover humor. So mm -hmm. I noticed this was more hangover humor and it had Rob Riggle in it. Um, so it was a disappointing, but rewatching it, I still kind of like it. Yeah. I still think it's funny. There's some funny stuff in it. Like, like um, his joke, you know, for 20 years or whatever. And yeah. he's in the wheelchair. The pranks? <laughs> yeah. It's all water under it's the fridge. Dedication, That's my dad's favorite line. It's all water under the fridge. So this brings back <laughs> Jeff Daniels as Harry. Uh, Rob Riggle, like I said. Lori Holden is back. Again, working with Carrie uh, since The Majestic. Kathleen Turner. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so the Rob Riggle character, I didn't care for. 
was his nice character and the twin brother no. and the whatever. But I did like the camo body paint that his his brother would have, and he's just hiding in the back yeah. room, like in the vending machine. <laughs> so there was no CGI used for that. They it took him six hours to paint him like that. Oh gosh. <laughs> And the directors wanted Lori Holden to be in the movie because of how much they hated her on The Walking Dead. <laughs> her character. So, so they wanted her as like terrible. the villain. <laughs> uh, the the two, T-O in the title, actually means the number two in Danish and Norwegian. So the misspelling is not as dumb as it's supposed to be, but it's still kind of dumb. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, with a name like Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. You know. <laughs> my favorite part, my favorite line is when at the end and they're at that uh, convention and they all think Harry is uh, Dr. Pinchlow. And uh, so what's funny is the, the name Pinchlow is a pun on pinching a loaf. That's how they came up with that name. <laughs> um, and I love the scene where, where they look at him and then they ask Lloyd, they're like, just... Uh-huh. Does Dr. Pinchlow have Asperger's? And he's like, probably. I know he doesn't wipe right. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite line. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, movie definitely has its moments, mm-hmm. you know, of course. Alan, any thoughts? I, again, you know, Redbox when it came out. Mm-hmm. Kroger. <clears throat> but mm-hmm. I actually like the movie, mm-hmm. but... I, it's better than the Dumb and Dumber er oh, no, when no, no, Harry no. met Lloyd. I still that like prequel. it. I'm just saying, like, it, could, uh, it just yeah, would have yeah, came yeah. out, yeah, late right. 90s. Mm-hmm. And they always it wanted to, but Carrie, they were both like the hangover humor. Yeah, it would. But I still enjoyed it for what it was, and I appreciated the fact that both Carrie and Daniels came back to. And they still were the right. same. They yeah. still were the just same. older. They, just, yeah. they looked older, and I, I mean, life is life. You just. There was a funny gotcha. interview. I <laughs> think they were on good uh, for yeah. their ages in real life. I think yep. playing yep. so Jeff, I like that. I don't know yeah. why. Yup. So Jeff Daniels was on, I think Conan, and yeah. he was talking about something, and uh, Jim Carrey surprised him, and then they hung out and stuff, and they were talking about the first Dumb and Dumber and how how awesome it was to become friends since then and everything, and then mm-hmm. they, then they're asked to do this one, and Jeff and then Jim Carrey is like, yeah, and then we were asked to come and do Dumb and Dumber the second one, but you know it wasn't financially successful, and and, and uh, Jeff Daniel goes, fuck them, yeah man, fuck it was them. great, yeah. <laughs> it was great, <laughs> it just goes to show you can't win no matter what, right? People beg for a sequel, and they were both busy, like we mm-hmm. it. it's not like they were just. Not doing shit for right, 15 yeah. years, and they gave us a sequel, and now you complain. They're just yeah. like, it's they not hurt. 93 anymore. Get over it. <laughs> like, good God. Of course, it's, it's not going to be the same humor, right. you know? Oh, yeah. Enjoy it for what it is. Right. Which I did, yeah. Right. That's why I'm like, yeah. I still enjoy it. I'll enjoy it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, in 2016, we got a couple that were, maybe you can call them experimental films, movies that they, uh, you know, you. He's in them. Why? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows the reason? The like first one is The Bad Batch. And it's uh, direct, the same director as uh, A Girl uh, Walks Home Alone at Night. Um, it's about a young woman named Arlen who is uh, exiled to the desert outside of Texas, where people deemed undesirable by the Christian fundamentalist government are forced to fend for themselves. Yeah, and Jim Carrey's in it in one scene. He plays uh, the hermit, and he has no speaking lines whatsoever. But 
in his He's little been more than a scene i think not much but he doesn't speak yeah and no, I know that. his little bit that he has in it He's great. Mm-hmm. He's the best part of the movie. Yeah. Because <laughs> the rest of the movie is not that great. But it is interesting to know that this movie exists because it also has Jason Momoa, Keanu Reeves, and Giovanni Ribisi. Yeah, I was not a fan weird, of this movie. Weird movie. Yeah. The, the Girl Walks Home Alone at Night is better. Is it? Okay. Yeah, because I thought I had seen it in... I was like, I okay, yeah, I think that's where I watched it, actually. <laughs> last year, I watched it. Well, I started it a while ago. I never finished it. And then I finally fully watched it last year because um, of Jim Carrey, actually. Mm. And yeah. Also, that same year... He was year, great, but the movie itself is just yeah. strange. We also get Dark Crimes that came out that year where he mm. plays Detective Tadic, or Tadic, uh, which also stars Martin Sockis, who was uh, in a few of the Saw movies, and Charlotte Gainsborough from... Uh, Antichrist and Nymphomaniac. <laughs> uh, this film um, is... And he's like a detective that's um, uh, uh, on a murder. Like, there was a murder that happened that is like exactly how it happens in a book by this author, and the author is the suspect. Yeah. Um, this film is actually based on a real True Crimes article. Uh, it was a, um, published by David Grain. In the New Yorker 2008, the article reports the strange true story of Christian Bala, a writer arrested for the murders of a Polish businessman. A detective from Roklaw Police in Poland investigated the crime without any success, but three years later reopened the case after he read a crime novel because the book featured descriptions of a murder that were too similar to be a coincidence. I literally listened to... Well, I heard this story twice now. One from the Mr. Ballin podcast and then one from... uh, um, Oh, fuck. I forget the other podcast I used to listen to. Anyways, they're both uh, true crime and it's it's actually about like a guy who's like a real life Dexter kind of. He's Mm. like made films and he actually made a a fan made uh, Star Wars film. Oh, I know that guy. Yeah. not know that guy, but, but you know uh, the, of the guy. Yeah, the, 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 there's a great YouTube uh, channel called That Chapter, yeah. and he this this guy does like hundreds of different serial killer stories and murders and things, and he featured that one, so I watched that one. Yeah. So I know exactly who that, yeah. that dude's crazy. Yeah, and because he, he he was like luring people, yeah, on, like, luring a to be in a movie, yeah, and, and well, no, not to be in well, a movie. He was luring them as a dating app, and he's like, oh, I don't want to give you my real address, so you can come here it's in his because he is trying to make a movie and yeah. he's researching like how to kill these people Mm. and whatever. And then they found like this manifest in this whole like script that was like detail by detail by detail of like what actually happened to these people. And yeah, it's it's a fucked up story. It was so, it's very interesting though. Look it up. But yeah, so that's what, when you were just saying that, that reminded me of that guy. I never actually looked him up. Mark Twitchell. Yes. Thank you, Mark. Okay. I heard the story twice and I, it was just so interesting. I was like, because Mr. Ballin actually got an actual copy that wasn't blacked out. Because any copy that you get of the um, his script or, or his you know confession, whatever, mm. is all redacted. So it's like got black. But like Mr. Ballin actually had like a real copy of it not redacted, and mm. he like gave us some more details. And it was, it's just it's, it was very interesting. But anyways, sorry. no, no, it's fine. I actually didn't get a chance to watch this movie. I own it. I own I, all. I, I own this, all yes. of his movies. So mm-hmm. whether they're great or bad, I just for the collection. But I just haven't got around. 
to watching it. I watched this when it came out on Netflix Mm. years ago. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. It's not on Netflix anymore. I I had to, like, sign up to Peacock to watch it. Just Traders has it. A ton of copies. <laughs> it was what it was. I know why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when I, I watched it and I was like. He was gray in it. Don't right. get me wrong. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. But the movie itself, it, it did kind of remind me of 8mm. Like a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like I know it was different, but it was the same kind of thing. Like he's trying <laughs> to investigate like a murder that he thinks happened, you know, like. You can also say like, the Raven's kind of like that yeah. too with the Ed Grant, John yeah. Cusack. So that's just, yeah, I just kept getting. <laughs> Because he said dark crimes, and I was like, oh, I saw him. He was like, what's about? I don't remember. Because <laughs> this was, I think it was like 2016. Jim Carrey with a shaved head and a beard. Yeah, I was like, he has a beard and a shaved head. And I was like, I watched it. He's a detective. I couldn't tell you what the fucking what was going on in that movie. But. Um, in 2018, we get uh, Carrey doing a TV show, which only lasted two seasons. And it was uh, created by Dave Holstein, who did The Brink and Weeds, some episodes of Weeds. Uh, it's called Brink. Kidding. Uh, it's the show about a famous children's TV icon that struggles to retain his sanity as his family falls apart. We also get Judy Greer, Frank Langella, and Catherine Keener. Yeah. I haven't seen this show. I, but you, you I watched, watched it. I'm almost done with the second season. Um, I kind of stopped. I didn't think I'd finish it, honestly. But one day I was like, I'm just going to try. Because it's just it so <laughs> strange. It's just a strange show. It's very weird. Mm-hmm. What's but. That? Rogers-esque. I didn't right? watch it, but like I remember seeing the trailers when it was weird, like Death of the like, Smoochie weird. Out there, <laughs> I don't like, understand it. Well, like, well, oh, he's like, a, he's a like um, like thing he's Mr. Rogers, like Mr. Pickles, and he's like a TV, like he's in a like a famous kid show. So like all kids in America know <laughs> right? who Mr. That's Pickles is. Like, like they know who he is. His name is Jeff so Pickles. So the dark the side show. of working for his a... dad. Like runs it. His sister's a puppeteer, and like it's all a bunch of puppets and stuff, and. And it kind of reminds like, when you're talking about me, myself, and Irene, you know, Charlie's, like, trying to control himself, and he has a lot of bent up, because he's just so nice all the time. Mm-hmm. That's how he is. Mm-hmm. And then he just kind of oh, lets his rage TV go, and some icon. of the shit, I'm like, what the fuck? Oh. But, I'm surprised you haven't seen Death to Smoochie. You should add that to your list. I've heard that of it. I just said, yeah. disturbing movie yeah. about kids show icons that, and one of them's Robin Williams. Yeah, so. I knew that. Like, I know about it. I just don't, and I think I've seen some of it. I've just never seen the entire thing. But yeah, Kidding was like, it, it was way different than I thought it was going to be. Mm. Like, I wasn't even sure what to expect and... But does he do a good job? Oh, absolutely. Then that's all it, that You just forget that it, it, it's Carrie again yeah. because he's just like so strange and different. And Dedicated. Just like, long hair, Carrie. Yeah. Long, yeah. Long, long yeah. Hair. But I, I recommend it. Sign up for a free trial or something and okay. just watch it. Like, all right. You might like it. I might I love it. Probably. Yeah. For Get that showtime? Two, Let me know. <laughs> so I can. Because I, once I add it, I only have to pay no for again. a month of it. <laughs> So if you finish <laughs> right, two yeah. seasons in the two weeks, I'll just go, oh, you finished? All right. <laughs> Cancel. Yeah. <laughs> Deleted. You can. I mean, it's, it's yeah. 10 episodes. I'll watch episodes, it quick. It's Carrie. Yeah. 10 like, episodes each season, half hour yeah. each. So yeah. you're looking yeah. at 10 hours for one. 20 episodes. Because honestly, people be like, man, you got to watch a Donovan show with the Lee Shriver. Oh, I never like, finished that. Mm. I got into it and then I stopped because that's yeah. when I initially canceled Showtime. But... I watched a season or two, I think. I like him. He's a good actor. I know. Yeah. I know. 
Um, all right, so the last two movies I have on the list that he recently did, because he did say he's retiring, so who knows if that's actually true or if he's going to, you know, surprise us. It's like, just kidding. Uh, who knows? I hope he doesn't, but if he does, I mean, he had a great life. Right. He, oh, yeah. He deserves the retirement. Career. He deserves, he made, yeah. you know, <laughs> movie life. Sorry. Brian's always got to go to the dark My side, bad. don't you know? He had a good movie life. start calling you... You knew what I meant. Dark God Brian. Damn it. The listeners might not I, <laughs> I may not know what I say, but I know what I mean. Yeah. Um, we so don't. We the last two understand. movies. No, I know uh, you well enough to know what you mean. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic the Hedgehog 2, where he plays Dr. Robotnik and both the villain from the series. Uh, the video game series is based on, both directed by Jeff Fowler. Uh, both also starring James Marsden, the voice of Ben Schwartz, who plays Sonic, and Tika Sumpter, and Adam Pally. Uh... We uh, the first one, you know, when I saw the preview for it, we did we all saw the one with the horrible design of Sonic. <laughs> I'm so glad they changed. Uh, it. They did change it. So you know, fans went crazy, but I love that they brought it back for Chip and Dale. So that was great. Um, that's but, where that's from. Yeah. That's, oh my that's god! Ugly Sonic. I didn't know. I didn't know what that was. You know, I didn't get it. That is hilarious. Yeah, that's what makes that even funnier now. Um, that is hilarious. I already spoiled the shit out of that movie, do you? But, um, <laughs> that's like my favorite cameo in that, yeah. in that Chippendale. But, uh, that's funny. I'm glad they changed it. They made it look more like the the game. Uh, yeah. Ben Schwartz was a great choice as the voice. Uh, he was, you he's, know, great. He's, he's great in a lot of things. Movie. Parks and Recreation. Because he is the worst. Yeah. Um, which I love. They brought that joke in I was Sonic just Two. Say, I, yeah, I just that watched Sonic Two and I heard him say uh, that. And the worst. He, you know, he even had a. He even got to meet the guy that does the voice for Sonic and all the cartoons and, and games and stuff. And the guy that I for, I didn't write his name down. Mm. He he loved Ben Schwartz as the movie Sonic. And when yeah. I first saw this movie. Um, other than Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey was amazing in both these movies. He brought back his '90s over-the-topness flair for this this villain back. character. And oh, I he did a lot it. of he had a lot of creative freedom. Yeah. with <laughs> it, of course he did. Um, why would I let him do that? I was right. <laughs> I was thinking this movie was going to be like Detective Pikachu. Like it, I know it's different, but Detective Pikachu was like these animated characters in a re, with I, real that humans wasn't my favorite in the movie. movie. And luckily, this movie was better than Detective Pikachu. Like, so my nephew loves that, and I'm like, I don't want to watch that. This movie actually had no right being as good as it was. In my True. opinion, yeah, I thought it was great because yeah. usually video game movies, as Man. we've said in our video yeah. game adaptation, uh-huh. have been bad. Right. Like, and this was great, even though it wasn't really like the game. It took place in the real world. It had a fish-out-of-water story like a lot of movies these days, but it just worked yeah, but for some very, Yeah, it's very entertaining. And and Sonic is just so lovable, too. That... He got... So, like I said, Kerry got a lot of creative freedom for the non-verbal scenes. He, he said barely any dialogue from the script was actually used for his lines. He kind of made up a lot of it. But it's funny, because he talked about that he would be given basic instructions from the director. Mm-hmm. And he would just say... Here's the room. This is the music. Just do something to go with it. That's all he'd be told to do. That's what the and fuck he just did his thing. Yeah, that was awesome. Tame alone. Carrie immediately jumped on the chance to do this movie <laughs> yeah. because his daughter loved the games when she was growing up. Aww, so he did it for his daughter. That's sweet. Uh, the movie was released on the 60th anniversary of Sega. Yeah. And then we get the follow-up in 2022, and it brings us uh, Idris Elba as the voice of Knuckles, which was perfect, uh, and Colleen O'Shaughnessy, who played Tails, and, and she was actually 
in the games and the cartoons as the voice of Tails. She's uh, okay. always played the voice of Tails That's since cool. day one. So she's the only original person. That's kind of cool, though. Uh, she's a huge Carrie fan. And then she talked Aww. about how starstruck and excited and nervous. And she almost cried meeting him. She was so excited to meet him. <laughs> and when she introduced herself to him, he took her hands and bowed and said, I know who you are. And she just got so excited. Oh it's, my it's, god, it's that's awesome! I would have cried. Um, <laughs> <also>. <laughs> like, he just, knows who I am. <laughs> what? Uh, Carrie, Carrie said this about reprising, about and, and Carrie was so great reprising Robotnik again. I'm so nervous. Carrie was really good again as Robotnik. Uh, he actually said this: "I really had fun thinking about how you could manifest with his voice, speaking like a synthesizer. Just be, just because he thinks it's fun, you know. He's really, he's really messing with people's minds and creating that gigantic robot out of the scraps of, of their lives. It's a really fun thing to do. Really, a cloud of egoic ecstasy." Uh, Jason Momoa was originally asked to voice Knuckles. Uh, he turned it down because he was doing uh, Aquaman 2. So yeah. they got Idris Elba. I'm kind of grateful. Who knows? Who I, knows I what it would have been like? I like Jason Momoa, yeah. but I think he's a little overhyped a yeah. little bit. What? Would have actually I, really known <laughs> from his voice. He might have changed it. Because I can never really tell it's him with his voice. Because there's a lot of deep voiced actors out there. Yeah. Uh, but Idris Elba was, was great as sort of a Drax from Guardians type of... Not just taking nice. everything literal yeah. and like, <laughs> dot 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dot dot. That's we get to funny. learn Tails' real name in this movie, which isn't really in the games. Miles Prower, which is like miles per hour. Yeah. Got it. And this was just as good, if not maybe a little bit better than the first one. The, the, they're both very delightful kids movies yeah. that are very funny yeah. I, I liked both of them Josh was upset because he's like you watched that I'm like I'm on a deadline yeah, man. Like, I got like a day left get in the game yeah. Yeah. I was like I gotta watch I'm sorry you know what it is. he yeah. gave it his all it was <laughs> great it was the, the effects for Sonic and Tails and all that. the it was it was adorable <laughs> yeah. Sonic and Tails stuff mm-hmm. and then eventually Knuckles playing base of ball with them <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it was great so and, and it, the after credits leaves it open for another one so I hope that Jim Carrey comes back as Robotnik again maybe he'll have the full on fat suit on this time from the from the games yeah and he'll really be an Eggman <laughs> so, let's see I hope that that's a lot to ask of a man his age I don't know I don't know if he'll have the energy okay, look. to use for it. I hope he does. Stallone so still, Stallone. <laughs> say. We all know his uh, Stallone history Stallone still suits. does action movies, and so does... And then the fat suits. Fat suits are different. It's a lot of extra weight put on to yeah. your body. And he's done a lot of... Well, that's why I said I would respect okay. him I'll give you that, no, but, yeah. uh, but I hope he would. Maybe the fat suits of now is not as bad as it used to be. You know? Maybe they'll somehow make them lighter. Aerodynamic. Or, 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 they'll just green suit them and make it CG. Right. I'd almost, I'd almost not like that for Jim Carrey. Just because he's so animated. But if it's, you know if, it's, if, it's, if it's, if it's done, if it's, if it's done like, well if it's, enough. Yeah, if he's if it's has done all well the enough, face yeah. markers on and stuff so it like looks, you know. Yeah. yeah. If it's done Maybe. Well just his bodysuit CG, the rest of it is him. Yeah. We'll just say it. Yeah. No, I'm still on board. I want to do anything yeah. he wants to do. For sure. I don't want to see him go away. Yeah. 
We'll see. I'll take another Dude. Ace Ventura. Screw it. Dude. I'll take whatever. Give me, give me whatever. <laughs> do, do a mass two. Help Cameron Finally do a mass two. <laughs> yeah, she is back now. She retired yeah, for a little retired. bit. Now she's, she's back. Yeah, help, help her out. <laughs> <laughs> well, that completes the carry list. Hopefully it wasn't too long. It wasn't as long as Nicolas Cage. <laughs> That's true. Oh, I saw I saw you all episode looking at the time. So, sorry about that. That's fine. But he's my favorite, and this is kind of a taste of what oh, no, Alan, I don't you know, Alan Tudyk yeah. is going to be even longer. <laughs> oh, I know. We're going to have to split that into two. <laughs> so, but I'm glad everybody uh, decided to do Jim Carrey. Like I said, he's my favorite actor. As much as I love Cage and all these yeah. other actors, he is my number one favorite actor. It I doesn't do matter. Jim Carrey easily. Favorite comedian, everything. Same. Oh, well, he's not have, like my favorite favorite, but I, I still I have, respect him a lot. And yeah. he was like my so favorite, favorite when favorite? I was growing up. Exactly. Alan Tudyk. Is that your favorite favorite? Um, I mean, I love Alan Tudyk, but like, I don't really have like a favorite favorite. Like I I, my favorite's always changing. Like it's <laughs> like I'm always into something new, you know, like or somebody oh, me too. else. I like, always like other people, no. but it always goes back to Carrie. Oh no, if I had to pick when a I favorite. Was a kid, it's Carrie. Jim Carrey mm-hmm. and Bruce Willis were like where it's at as for me as a kid. Yeah. Yep. So I, I guess I would say yeah, he is one of my favorites because I respect him more. That's why I was like, I'll rewatch this shit. I don't yeah. need to, but I will. And I, I quoted the and shit. I'm glad I, re- I'm glad I rewatched yeah. some of this yeah. stuff because I would have had a better, oh, yeah. better. I think I rewatched, <laughs> rewatched and watched at least over twenty of his movies. Who cared? Yeah, this last couple of weeks. And even though our episode is over, I still recommend you, Alan, to watch the one I just lent you. Yeah, so I got it. We're good. That and, it's good. Uh, it's good. <laughs> uh, and that's how it's the cookie crumbles. You can watch that too. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, that wraps up. Any final thoughts on uh, Mr. Carey? Hell of a belated birthday. Yeah, 60, hell of 60 years career, old. Man. If it is really true, then if we're going to miss he's him. Gone, yeah. Hell of a career. Yeah. I hell agree. of a career. He did have a hell of a, hell of a career. All righty then. Uh, special shout out to Mud Cuts for <laughs> sponsoring our episode as well. So, until next time, fans, I'm Brian. I'm Jesse. This was Alan, and we'll see you at the movies. Good morning, good evening, and good night.